Welcome to Zen Talk. My name is Jessalyn, and you are? Anaya. Anaya, nice mm-hmm. to meet you. Um, what do you have for us today? So today I want to talk about childhood trauma and the importance of pursuing proper human development. I'll start with everyone is experiencing, notice I didn't say trauma, I said childhood trauma because we're all taught different things when we're being raised, whether that's religion, mindsets, how you carry yourself, um, certain dating norms, whatever it is, everybody is learning something from the atmosphere that you're brought up in, or maybe it's not the atmosphere, it's um, um, a trusted relative, you know, that's not in your atmosphere, but has a big influence on your life. And so childhood trauma really is anything that is instilled in you in your youth, that you literally, it, it grows with you as you develop as a human. And so even though we may be an adult, I tell everybody, like, when you see a 30-year-old dysfunctional woman, that's really just a five-year-old dysfunctional child. And she never learned how to properly uproot the things that she was taught. And so when we don't really look at our upbringing, we can see ourselves in today's age or time and be like, okay, what's wrong? What's going on? But that started in your youth. It's just now beginning to manifest itself. I don't even want to say not to be dramatic, but... When I say anything can be classified as trauma if it stunts your growth, um, I'll start with the fact that um, in 2018, I graduated high school and I moved four hours away from home. I'm the only girl. So that's the first thing. I've, I'm the only girl and I'm moving four hours away from my hometown, from everything that's normal to me. So I'm coming from this small city and I'm going to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, a popular HBCU college. I was at Southern. And so I started realizing like I got to campus and I had anxiety and I was depressed and I didn't believe in myself. And my freshman year, I was a dancer. I was a Golden Blues dancer, but internally I was literally battling so much but I didn't have the language to understand okay that's anxiety that's depression that's insecurities and so I'm watching a campus full of like thousands of people be vulnerable and open and make these friendships and connections and they're doing like running for SGA student government association or they're doing um what is it the talent shows, and I was like, I wanted to do those things, but I couldn't, and I never understood why. And it wasn't because I didn't have the intellect or the beauty or the creativity. When you come from an environment that doesn't look like pageants and doing those campaigns and being outspoken and being comfortable with your voice, you don't, you get thrown into things, and it's like, hold on, this is foreign to me, like it's scary. So I kind of withdrew myself and I didn't really participate on campus. And it took me sitting down and analyzing, like, what's going on? Why, why am I not active like everyone else? And even if I wanted to, it was like this mountain in front of me, but I had to address the fact that where I came from, we're not taught about pursuing our goals we're not taught about well I'll say in a manner of just this for example we're we're on a podcast yeah like this is not something that's normal co- coming from our area but if I go to Houston Texas it's everywhere and it's normalized and so where I came from if I would have said I wanted to be um run for student government they'd say well you have to go and get these credentials and you got to do x y and z but on a college campus they're like okay um just have the GPA get your campaign ready and advertise it. 
I wouldn't have known how to communicate. I wouldn't have known how to set it up because I wasn't taught those things because it, it's not something that's considered like proper development. We're taught go to school, you know, come home, do your chores, respect your parents, be kind to humans in the world. But then you get to an age and it's like, okay, if I'm going to excel and grow in life, I have to learn things that are outside of my norm. So I was like, I feel like I was thrown into... 50 feet of water and was like swim you know how to swim you know that feeling when you know how to swim but the deeper the water is you panic even though you know you no. know yeah so it was very uncomfortable for me and in psychology they teach us about fight or flight which is basically you're either gonna fight to persevere and go forward or you're gonna flight which is to run away and go the opposite way and I ran yeah. for a long time and then I started praying and I found my purpose and little by little things started unfolding and I started developing the things that I needed in order to properly succeed in life you went to school for psychology actually no I was a biology major okay. I wanted to be a surgeon for the longest but because of my experience I started realizing that I have a passion for psychology um, understanding the human mind. Uh, sociology is understanding human interaction. So when I had to figure out, okay, well, why am I mentally blocked and why do I not interact sociably with other people? That led me to learning about psychology and sociology. And one thing led to the next. I was starting a life coaching business and now I'm a psychology major. So originally my plan was to be a surgeon. Yeah. And that definitely... <laughs> It wasn't going to play out because my heart and passion was for understanding how to grow properly as a human to succeed. My mom is a nurse, and she's now the DON, which is the director of nurses. So everything that she has learned and obtained up until this point has been by the book because of her career. Me, personally, I'm just now getting back on the by the book. I went for the last three years really just walking by faith and being led by what God was calling me to do in my purpose. And um, when you don't have an atmosphere that's conducive to not doing it your own way, but as far as doing it in a way that is according to your purpose. So my mom would try to influence me to go to nursing school or to do go this path. But I had a strong feeling, which I now know was the Holy Spirit and discernment telling me like, hey, I need you to go this way. I need you to do this. I need you to build a business. And I know it's foreign because, I mean, my mom is like 40-something. She's not old. But yeah. even if you just think back to our parents, they're not taught about business management. They're not taught it's okay to pursue a career in business or marketing. They're taught go to school for something that's going to make you a, great, a good amount of money so you can be stable. I was looking at how to become the first millionaire and how to um, manage marketing to bring in sales and revenue. Like it's not foreign, but it was foreign to her because yeah. she didn't know it. So something as simple as me telling my mom I wanted to start a business, I used to think she didn't support me, but it wasn't that she didn't understand how can you do something that there's no guideline for a business. Yeah, Even if you have a guideline, it's kind of like, that guideline may fail and you're going to have to do trial and error. But if you go over here and you go to school, if as long as you pass your classes and, you know, abide by that curriculum, success is yours. Yeah. 
So especially, with, I'm sorry, especially with um with nurses and like yes. um, that type teachers mm-hmm. and all that. Um, it's already well established. Exactly. So they're thinking that look, this is this is what's already successful. Mm-hmm. So you need to be in that path so that you you can be successful. This is what success is. Yeah. And so something as simple as me saying, "Hey, mom, I want to start a business," instead of her honoring my voice, my opinion, my passion, um. She didn't know it, and I'm using her as an example, but you can categorize this with just anybody. Um, but what what people don't know is that when you kill someone's voice or when you tell them this is not possible, you're planting a seed inside of them. So then along the way, I'm waking up every day. This is the first thing on my mind. I'm going to sleep. It's the last thing on my mind. I'm having dreams about it, and it's like... God, I know I'm not crazy. I can't give myself dreams. I can't make my thoughts produce themselves, you know? So God was consistently giving me guidance according to, okay, this is what I want you to do. But everything around me was telling me, don't trust that voice. So something as small as us not learning how to trust the guidance of the Holy Spirit when God is telling us, start this or do this or go this direction, if I go out into the real world and I have all these voices around me also telling me what I can and can't do, but God is saying you can do it because I called you to it, then that could have created anxiety for me. That could have created insecurities for me or a lack of belief in my vision. And if you don't believe, you're not going to physically move. Um, The best way to categorize it is like, you know, it's so funny. It's not really a good analogy, but if you want to kill a snake, you cut it off at the head. If you cut the head off, the body cannot function. Exactly. So with humans, if you stop them mentally from progressing or moving forward or believing, they're not going to physically move forward. And so um, I call it a mental mind block. If you're having mind blocks for whatever reason, you're not going to go forward physically. So in my youth, I was always the voice like, I was called the rebel child. And still to this day, but it wasn't that I was rebellious. I just was like, eh, I don't want to do it that way. I feel a certain pull to go this way and to do this way. And I didn't always have it together or do it the correct way, but I, I had a strong desire to trust my voice, the the voice that God was speaking through me. I say, you know, discernment. So that's a big example of that because when you are doing anything in life, like people don't believe the vision until it's already done yep. and built. Yeah. They have so much um, worries and, yes. like, and all the negative thoughts because, like, with me, um, growing up, my parents wanted me to become a teacher, a nurse, or join the military. <laughs> because that's where the money is. Exactly. But um, I'm a nail tech, so I started, you know, doing nails and stuff. And then whenever I told my mom, like, this is the career that I want to pursue, she was like, you can't be, you can't, you can't live make money like that. Painting people's nails and doing people's toes. But it's crazy because she was a cosmetologist. And, you know, in the cosmetologist, you're able to do everything, hair, nails, Mm -hmm. makeup, lashes, and all that. And then, you know, fast forward, um, I was able to um, build up my clientele. And then now um, we own a business. We have a nail salon, and it's been four years. And then now it's this. And then even with this one, like you said, it's not common in the area (laughs) with podcasts. So a lot of people are still like, what is that? And all this. And a lot of people don't don't listen to podcasts but Mm -hmm. it's it's so beneficial like i've learned so much just listening to um 
just different people, right. different speakers. And now in our, you know, in our time of age, like we're so quick, our our mind is so like, um, uh, we we don't we were it's hard for us to focus on long term like for yes. example long term audios long term videos because TikTok reels and you know we just keep scrolling 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 yeah yeah I definitely agree with that um you said something important long term and when you're building something according to vision I think people if I don't see it right then and there it's not possible. But the thing about following a vision is you have to put the work in. Sometimes I used to think, you know, I used to hear stuff all the time like overnight success, but that's not true because they may have seemed like an overnight success to yep. you, but they had to go through character development. They had to really study their brand and their audience and marketing and things that was going to make them not only get to that place, but be able to sustain that. So when people are looking at you in the beginning stages, especially if it's not according to like cultural norms, it's like, okay, well, even if you bring something in, you can't sustain a lifestyle off of this. And that's not true. So it's very hard when people want instant results. Yes. But they yeah. don't see the smallest things literally play a part in everything. I mean, it's just like I tell everybody, um, a lot of people ask me, like, what do you do all day? You don't have a regular job. Um, I have 24 hours in a day to study each separate part of my business, learn marketing, um, put myself out there, do certain things. It's just like me waking up, going to clock in on a regular job. I go to work from this hour to this hour, and I'm constantly doing things that helps, you know, me in that specific position and enhance the mission, even though I'm not punching somebody else's clock this is my work. And if I do the work, I'm going to see improvement. I'm going to see progress. So um, I think people don't understand the work ethic that comes behind it. And that comes with what you were, what's instilled in you in your childhood. Like I could talk to one family member and be, and tell them like, Hey, um, I think I'm going to start doing missionary trips for the rest of my life and start a business and a GoFundMe, not GoFundMe, a nonprofit off that. They don't, they don't come from that. So the trauma in them would tell them that's not possible. And they will speak, they'll speak from that trauma. And trauma can also show up in your communication. What what are you passing down to others? We call it generational curses. Yes. Um, if you're telling me what's not possible, it's it's not that it's not possible. You just have never seen it. So you don't we can't sometimes we have to see stuff to believe it, but sometimes you have to walk it out in order to see things fall in place. So if you're telling me, no, that's not possible. You just planted a seed inside of me. And then we look at, let's say I was a seven year old girl saying these things. And then I get to 21 and you're wondering why I don't have dreams or aspirations or faith to do anything different. Well, you planted this seed inside of me in my youth that I can't do things like this. So that's trauma and it's showing up now as me not believing or me not wanting to pursue goals or me not wanting anything more. And then we begin to beat down the older person who doesn't have faith in themselves or doesn't believe that they could, you know, be successful. But what did you teach them in their youth? That's just a child in them that was never properly educated and developed and was told, you know what, you can do this. Yeah. 
if you formulate a strategy, if you get mentors, if you pursue this with all of your heart and your dedication, you can go off and create a multi-million dollar business. I mean, we see it already in the world. We just have never seen their work ethic. We didn't see their step by step. So I'm very big on that because when children are small, they don't have limitations. They've never been in the world. So whatever a child becomes is what they were taught. Yes. Yeah, that's I totally agree with that. And um, also going back to where you said um, a lot of people think like this is just um, what do you call it? Like a overnight success mm-hmm. type of thing. And the reason a lot of people just from my experience and just like from um, me talking to others, um, they think that because of how social media perceives it. And like like you said, they don't know the the steps that mm-hmm. you know that they took in order for for them to get in the position that they're at right. now. And one of the people, do you know who Kai Sinet is? Mm-mm. Okay, well he's like honestly and truly. I just started like I don't really watch him, but I see him a lot. He's very popular. He's like a I don't know if it's a video game streamer or a YouTube streamer, but. Um, he's like a millionaire for streaming. And even though that's not my personal interest, like he was just performing on a stage with Nicki Minaj. But like, I think a year or two ago, that's not where he was at. But everybody's seeing him now consistently with all of these big celebrities and stuff. And they're like, oh, that's not a real job. He's a YouTuber, a streamer who is on major platforms with people who are probably trillionaires at this point in their life. Why? Because he had a vision, he stayed faithful, and he kept going. And we didn't see the work he put in. Like, there's times where he has 24-hour streams, and I don't watch it. I don't watch it. But the thing is, think about the things he had to study. Like, he probably had to think about, okay, well, what do my audience respond to the most? Well, I probably need to test this method out or test this out. And people don't see that. It's not overnight at all. Like, We're seeing him now every day, like, okay, he's on this big platform and this big platform and this big platform. But what about the times where he wasn't and he didn't have any people recognizing him? It was the work that he was doing when he wasn't seen that allowed him to now be consistently seen in the face of all of these popular brands and all of these big places. And so I can only imagine the things he's had to overcome to be in that position today. And, um, it's very humbling because you don't always receive support. And so that's another thing in itself, like battling insecurities from a lack of support. Um, once you overcome that um, space of childhood trauma and you actually learn what you need to what you need in order to have proper human development and succeed, it's like it's not really hard. It just was something that you had to go through and it was uncomfortable. And I'm only 23, so if I've spent the first 17, 18 years of my life learning one way, it's so scary in the beginning, but I'm at this stage now to where it's like, I believe in the vision that God gave me and I believe in my voice. I believe that I am talented and that I am capable, that I'm smart and that I can, you know, um, do what I need to do in order to be successful. So, it's kind of like once you finally get over that hill, it, there's no going back, <laughs> you know, so. But it's 
it's it's hard. It is. I be, won't say that it yeah. it is so hard, especially with people putting negative thoughts in yes. your mind. I have this thing where like, um, I tend to like start something and then I start telling my friends and family mm. and then they start putting their input and then that's when it's like. I'm not even going to do it. And yes. then I got to the point where I'm just going to keep it to myself. And then once it starts going, once it starts being successful, that's mm -hmm. when I'm finally going to, you know, finally going to tell everybody. <laughs> like with my nail salon, I didn't tell my mom that I, I told my mom that um, I was just working there. It was in my nail salon. And then after um, our very first award, that's when I was like, it's actually ours. That is so funny. Yeah. Um, I tell I say this thing all the time to where it's like, um, a lot of people think I'm sneaky, but I say no, not necessarily. Everything is just not everyone's business. Yeah. And I say that because um just like you said, it's not that God isn't giving everybody vision or ideas or trying to push them forward into more. Sometimes as a human, as a person, we're not receptive. And Again, that can go back to what you've always been told in your youth and what was instilled in you. So um, when I have these ideas and I want to do these big things and I want to travel and do conferences or whatever the case may be, I don't tell anybody anymore because I didn't always have that desire. Mm -hmm. So if I'm to a point now to where I'm having these thoughts and I want to pursue that, it's like I have to steward that revelation and I have to really be careful with who I'm speaking it to because... Um, I don't know your religion, but I'm a Christian. And so I just Catholic. came into, uh, I don't, I'm not going to say just, but I, 2021, 2020, I came into believing in, um, in, came into believing about Jesus Christ in the Bible. But there's this one story where it speaks about how there was a king who was currently in place. And even though Jesus was just a baby, the king sent, you know, people to kill the Messiah in his youth. And it's like, when you're not careful, when you don't protect and cover what God gives you, if you expose it too soon, then you can find yourself literally around people and they don't, they may not know it, but you can find yourself around people who are killing what is going to eventually grow up to be something that could deliver not just you, but lineages of families. And so I had to learn the hard way when you continuously prematurely expose things that are not in their mature form, you risk people consistently shooting you down. And if you don't have that confidence, like, well, you know what? I know what God told me. I know what I'm going to do. Then you may find yourself backing out of something that God's called you to, so I learned the hard way and I would tell people and then next thing you know, they're like, no, that's not possible. You can't do this. Now I'm in my room and I'm like, God, can I really do this? Yeah. And will this really work? Yeah, and you start questioning yourself. Yeah. And, and it was a lot of insecurity that I didn't have to go through because I spoke to the wrong people. Yeah. So I don't, I'm very discerning about that now about revealing certain things. Yeah. And you know, when they say you can really, you can do everything that you want if you just put your mind into yes. it. Yes. Like I said earlier, um, we weren't filming yet, but I did not know how to do any of this. I did not know how to record. <laughs> I did not. Oh, that just turned off. Hold on. Sorry. Let me just turn that back on. But yeah, um, yeah, you can really 
with whatever you want to do, you can just you can put your mind into it and you mm -hmm. can definitely do it. Like I said earlier, um, I did not know how to do this, record, um, film and all that. But I just kept doing my research because exactly. I knew that this is something that I want to do. I knew mm -hmm. I know that this is something that um, it can um, help the community somehow. Right. And I mean, I don't know where this is going, but it's it's been pretty good. And that is so amazing because um, I spoke about that briefly because I thought you were a DJ. I was like, are you a DJ? Because I saw this. And, <laughs> and um, it's so funny because I started out just wanting to learn about God. Why am I not able to? I don't know. Uh, why am I not able to have confidence when public speaking or why am I not? comfortable in big crowds and even though I'm this beautiful girl I can dance I can do all of these things why am I so insecure why can't I do the things that everybody else is doing so you know easily on campus it started out with me just wanting to learn about me as a human and how to get over that and God led me to psychology that led me to life coaching and then I started realizing well okay if I want to pursue this as a career I need a business I need a website and at the time, I didn't have the money. I'm in college. Um, I had bad habits that what I was spending my money on, but just not even that. I'm a college student, so I didn't have all the money that I could have had to get this business going. So I now have to, I had to learn how to build a website. And if I'm going to build a website, it has to be aesthetically pleasing to the eye before they want to buy it or read it or anything. So I had to learn how to do graphic design and then I had to learn how to do content creating. If I learn content creating, I got to learn how to study the algorithm and learn marketing. And so it literally led from me asking God a question to now I have to learn all of these things. And it it felt like I was all over the place, but now it's like, I am producing revenue from graphic designing, content creating, marketing, studying algorithms, um, all of these different things that I had to learn along the way. And I didn't think it was useful, but that's really what it's like starting a business. There is no one job. Yeah. You're learning 50 million things at once. And along the way, you start realizing, I remember I learned how to do this. I can use this for this and I can use this to enhance this section. So it's like it's beautiful to see how it all unfolds when you get into the groove of it. But in the beginning stage, it's like, Lord, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? And then you have everybody around you. And that's another thing that trauma will tell you. Like growing up, I was the person who did a million things. Um, I ran track, played softball, played baseball with my brothers. I danced on two dance teams, captain on both, co-captain on the track team. Um, I was just always doing stuff and society will tell you pick one thing that's it and so every time someone looks at me it's like what is this girl doing she's doing a million things like do you even have any direction for your life yeah. but th what people don't realize is that trauma has told us live your life in a box do this one thing and just Stick be done it. Yeah, But what if it's like, you can start this marketing business, you can start this Airbnb business, you can start a nail salon and then hire people to come run it. Then you can come and do, you know, things with marketing and hosting conferences. We're not taught how to be all that God has created us to be. It's just stay in the box, live in this comfortable little box. 
and I use this, I think my favorite reference to show people, and it's really scientifically proven, if you place a shark in a eight-foot fish tank, that shark is only going to grow eight feet. You're not going to be able to tell it's a shark. If you take that same species and you place that shark in an ocean, the I think it was 60 feet, 60, 50 to 60 feet, how big the shark will grow. And the thing is, that's not even to say that the shark has a limitation in the ocean, but it was confined by the structure around it. And we can look just we can look at that same structure as our childhood, what people are pouring into us. Even the city that we live in that we live in and what's normal there and what's popular here. So it's so much that can go into trauma and human development. And unless you learn how to properly develop those things you won't succeed 